One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My friends make fun of me because they say my TV has the soap opera effect. They told me I need filmmaker mode. I'm not a filmmaker and I don't watch soap operas. What are they on about? Confused? Don't be. Let's help you know a little more about filmmaker mode. TVs these days have a wealth of settings. This makes them more capable than TVs of the past, but also bewildering to the average TV watcher. Hence the epidemic of people leaving motion smoothing on and then getting that so-called soap opera effect on everything. Now, despite all this, people are watching more movies at home now than ever. Some of them may even venture into settings and turn on cinematic or movie mode when they watch a film. Now, that's better than motion smoothing, but it still messes with the picture more than a film's director might approve of. So, even before COVID-19 hit, filmmakers were teaming up with TV manufacturers to try to make it easy to configure your TV to look as close as possible to how a movie's director would want it to look. I mean, outside of you seeing it in a theater. The Ultra HD Alliance, or UHDA, is made up of loads of companies involved in making technology for displaying video. It includes Samsung, LG, Sony, Toshiba, Vizio, Panasonic, Amazon, NVIDIA, Dell, Google, Dolby, Intel, and Asus. The Alliance maintains a spec for the combination of 4K, HDR, and wide color spectrum called Ultra HD and Ultra HD Premium. Sometimes it's just called UHD for short. That's why you'll see TV boxes labeled as UHD instead of 4K HDR. Also, side note, if you want to know more about HDR, we have a separate episode of Know a Little More called HDR TV. The UHD Alliance also tries to educate consumers about the best settings for their home theater. They have a website called experienceuhd.com. As part of that mission, on August 27th, 2019, it announced a new project to create a new viewing mode for all TVs called Filmmaker Mode, or sometimes FMM for short. The UHD Alliance wanted to create an easy way for viewers to set their TVs so that movies looked right. And they partnered up with people at the Directors Guild of America, the Film Foundation, the International Cinematographers Guild, and the American Society of Cinematographers. So it was the folks who knew the tech combined with the folks who knew movies. At CES 2020, months before the lockdowns began, TV manufacturers, including Vizio, LG, Samsung, Panasonic, and Philips, introduced filmmaker mode for their coming TV models. With one setting, sometimes even one button, and sometimes even automatically, all the post-processing features that muck with a film's looks are turned off. Now, you may wonder why there's post-processing at all. 
A short version is that some video content benefits from it. Post-processing can emulate extra frames, which makes things like live sports look better. Most of these try to match the frame rate to the TV's refresh rate, which can be anywhere from 60 to 120 hertz. The theory goes that motion looks most natural to our human eyes when it's 60 frames per second, which is why amping up the frame rate to 60 helps live stuff look good. But films have a long history of being shot at very close to 23.967 frames per second. We generally round that to 24, and you'll often hear it called 24p. There are all kinds of theories as to why 24 frames per second became the standard for film. The earliest silent films were anywhere between 16 and 26 frames per second. That varied based on the speed of the person cranking the projector. You know, old man Tom just doesn't crank as fast as the other guy. The range came about as the cheapest for film stock. It was still enough to look like things were moving fairly smoothly, even at old man Tom's slow 16, uh, but you didn't have to spend a lot on the stock. However, when sound came to films, they had to pick a standard to hit because the sync got weird if the frame rate varied. So they settled on 24, which was right in the middle of what movie projectionists were achieving at the time. Now, some folks theorize that 24 stuck because it's smooth enough, but it also requires your brain to work to fill in frames, since, as I mentioned, 60 is the natural rate. Theoretically, that extra brain work engages us more in movies. However, 24 also might have stuck around for a long time because it's cheap. You use less film to achieve it. But for whatever reason, it stuck. And now we're all trained to expect a film to look like 24 frames per second. Anything else looks odd. See the Hobbit movies. Plus, post-processing can often introduce inaccurate frames, which can cause artifacts and blurriness. Not as big of a deal in live soccer matches, but noticeable in movies. So you have this situation where you might want post-processing, or even certain aspect ratios or color settings, for certain content, but it doesn't work well for movies. Let's say you have your settings tuned for all that hockey that you watch. If you watch a streaming movie or Blu-ray on that same device or same input, it's a pain to dig into settings to adjust it and then adjust it back when you're done. Filmmaker mode solves for that. Now, some of you are saying, hey, video game mode already turns off post-processing. Why not just use that? And it's a good alternative. It does turn off post-processing, but with the goal of reducing latency. That's something that's important for video games. But latency is not important for your movie-enjoying experience. Filmmaker mode doesn't care about latency. It cares about preserving the image. To optimize for latency uses slightly different settings than optimizing for image quality. Okay, so we know why we might want filmmaker mode, but what does it actually do? First of all, before we get to that, keep in mind that filmmaker mode is designed by filmmakers, so the ideal situation is a darkened room like a theater. They're filmmakers. They want you to be in a theater. If they can't get you to a theater, they want your room to feel like a theater. Now, there's a planned update to filmmaker mode for those of you who insist on watching movies in a bright room, but for now, filmmaker mode is tuned for a dark theater-like experience. All right. When you engage filmmaker mode, here's what it does. It respects the source's content, frame rate, and aspect ratio. That means it won't stretch the picture or try to insert frames. It turns off motion smoothing, just off, no interpolating. It sets the gamma control, which is something that controls how quickly the video transitions from dark to light, to a preset called BT1886 and reduces peak brightness to 100 nits. This is bad in bright light, but again, in a darkened room, it keeps the shadows from looking gray. 
It turns off sharpening and it turns off noise reduction. These generally fix one problem but introduce others, and they're only useful if they're ever useful at all with degraded video. Your streaming movies and Blu-rays are not degraded video. It only allows overscan if the image signals for it. It turns off any other image enhancements a particular TV might have by default, and it sets the white point at D65-6500K. This is the white balance. It makes the color temperature not too warm, not too cool, not too blue, not too orange, just right. Now, you can tweak these settings yourself after filmmaker mode is engaged. You know, maybe you want to turn the brightness back up or something, but that does kind of defeat the point of having an easy one-button or automatic solution. Keep in mind that all these settings are independent of other aspects of your picture like HDR10, Dolby Vision, etc. These settings work separately from the effects of HDR and such, so you're still going to get all those benefits. Great. All right, so what TV makers get to use this? Well, filmmaker mode is available for any device manufacturer to implement, so it works the same across devices. Most members of the UHD alliance who make displays are implementing it though not all, Sony being an early holdout. New TVs in 2020 were the first to ship with Filmmaker Mode, and as of January 2022, Filmmaker Mode is available in all new LG and Samsung TVs, as well as some models from Hisense, Panasonic, Philips TP Vision, and Skyworth, as well as projectors from BenQ and Hisense, and services including Kaleidoscape and Amazon Prime Video. Some airline displays are supposed to get it in 2023. If you have one of these TVs with filmmaker mode, it's dead simple to use. There's either a button on the remote, or even better, the TV reads metadata in the content and asks if you'd like to apply filmmaker mode, and then automatically apply it from then on. Most TVs will have both options, and of course, if you're not using the remote, or you want to apply it to content that doesn't have the metadata, you can activate it in settings, which is still easier than tweaking each of these settings individually. Finally, what if you have an old TV? While theoretically, it could be added in a firmware update, it doesn't look like that's going to happen, sadly. However, you may have a setting that's almost the same or even identical to Filmmaker Mode under another name. It won't have the easy one-button or automatic aspect to it, but at least you could apply it to films when you need to. On LG, for example, they have a mode called Technicolor Expert Mode. I know, weird name, but it's almost the same. Oh, and about the requirements to sit in a dark room to watch movies, in 2022, the Ultra HD Alliance began Phase 2 development of Filmmaker Mode to make it work in bright rooms, since some of you out there just refuse to put in blackout curtains or turn off all the lights when you watch movies. The idea is to use ambient light sensors present in many TVs to automatically adjust brightness to the optimal setting. So that's Filmmaker Mode. Filmmaker Mode is not going to magically fix every issue you have with a movie, certainly not the plot, but there are also visual quirks specific to the type of display you have, like an OLED or LCD. Filmmaker Mode won't make LCD black levels darker. And experts at configuration can certainly tweak a few detailed settings here and there to suit the room you're in better. The color controls of Filmmaker Mode particularly are considered a little generic. But at least with Filmmaker Mode right now, you're getting the right white balance and aspect ratio and a simple way to set the baseline so it's closer to what the filmmaker would find acceptable. In other words, I hope you know a little more about Filmmaker Mode. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.